0: We need you whole and healthy and at your best. Today's Simple step to Thrive is one that God has been putting on my heart to share with you for a while now. What do you do when things feel out of control? We're going to talk about exactly that today on Simple Steps to Thrive. Welcome to the Simple Steps to Thrive podcast. We break down the busyness and stress of modern life into simple steps designed to help you thrive we're here to help you take action that creates transformation we're here to help you recognize and eliminate what's weighing you down and holding you back we're here to help you design a life where you truly thrive if we don't know each other yet my name is michelle acker I've made it my mission to create an uprising of calm and beauty in God's creation, both people and places, and that includes you. I'm here to give you tools and resources and knowledge to help you trade in depression, anxiety, and stress for a life designed and curated to let you thrive. Well, hello there. Last week, I started our episode talking about how winter had finally arrived here in Texas. And let me tell you, I had no idea how much that was just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, and no pun intended there, because this week has been nothing to joke about. We started out with icy conditions causing this horrific pileup on the interstate not far from us, and it morphed into a mess that has covered our whole state. Apparently... Energy grid knows how to deal with extreme temperatures of the hot variety, but not the cold. And I'm sure you've heard all about it by now. We've had rolling blackouts since Sunday night. Others have had no power completely for days on end. The lack of power then rolled over and caused problems with the water supply. So lots of people, people either have had no water at all or they're under a boil water. Where you have to boil the water for it to be safe to drink or brush your teeth, which is a problem if you don't have any electric to boil your water. So the shelves at the grocery stores are bare because the trucks can't get in, gas stations are closed or out of gas. It's got a very 2020 kind of vibe. And all of that leads us right into today's topic, things we can't control versus the things we can control, which I find really interesting because honestly, God has been putting this topic on my mind for a podcast episode for several weeks now. And the week that it finally gets recorded and released just happens to be a perfect example of things that we can't control. And isn't that how he rolls with it, right? Like his timing is always perfect and all things work together. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. And that's exactly what he does for us on weeks like this, right? On every week of the year, really, but especially in weeks like this. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember that we talked about shifting to the right. And that's episode 29, if you missed it, and you want to listen to get the full scoop. But today's Simple strive (laughs) Simple strive. See, there I go again, tripping over my own tongue, but I'm going to leave it in there because I'm not perfect. And I'm trying to not be perfect. Like I'm trying to just accept that nothing is perfect, Michelle. It's okay. Okay. So anyway, today's simple step to thrive is another one of those shift to the right kind of exercises like the one we did last week, but a little bit different. So again, we're going to have a sheet of paper, either real or imaginary in front of us with two columns on it. And on the left-hand column, we're going to write things I cannot control. And at the top of the right hand column, we're going to write things I can control. Now I know for me, sometimes I get stuck in a loop where I waste a lot of time and energy worrying about or trying to solve a problem that really isn't something I can do anything about. Something that I want to believe that I have the power to control, but I actually can't do anything about it. So, taking this week for example, can I control whether or not we have power or water, whether or not the pipes freeze up or not? No, I cannot. And if I'm not careful, I can spend an awful lot of energy getting upset about it, worrying about it, stressing about it, and wondering how long the outages are going to last. But if I use today's simple step to thrive, I put all of that in the I can't control that column and I shift to the right instead. And I put my focus and my time and my energy into figuring out well, what is it that I can control in this situation? I can control my response and my attitude about it. I can control how I make the best of a bad situation. I can look for creative ways to kind of solve the problem of not having any water. I mean, hello, we melted snow in a giant propane heated crawfish pot. I never thought I'd do that in Texas. Like, we don't usually even get enough snow to gather up to melt to make water, let alone need to do that. But that was something that I could control. I can control checking in on my family and my friends and my neighbors and checking to see if maybe we have something that they don't. Checking to make sure that they are not going without power, or that we could invite them in. My brother and his wife were down in Waco and invited a bunch of his classmates from Baylor that had no power and water to stay with them. That's what we do here, right? We check on each other, we can control that. And I can control making a plan to be even more prepared. Next time something unexpected like this happens. I think this whole last year has stretched us in this way. It's kind of made us realize that some things aren't actually in our control. Although we maybe had the illusion that they were, or we'd like to believe that we have control over them. Like the idea that as long as you pay your water bill, there's always going to be water coming out of the faucet. Well, it turns out maybe not. And maybe realizing some of that feels scary and stressful. I know it does to me. And it sometimes, if it makes you feel trapped or powerless, then I want to share with you an Instagram post that I found from Mike Foster back in December, and I loved it so much that I saved it. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes directly to his post so you can see it for yourself. I've mentioned him before, but if you're not familiar, Mike Foster is a counselor and he's an author and he's the host of the Fun Therapy podcast. I highly recommend that you follow him if you don't. And normally I wouldn't take such a long quote and share it in this kind of format, but I feel like the information he shared is so needed for us right now. We need to recognize that our coping skills are being pushed past their limits and we need to know what it is that we can do about it. So I'm going to read Mike's post here because it ties in with today's simple step to thrive in a way that I think will work best in his own words and not me trying to rephrase him. So in his post last December, Mike Foster says, when we are stressed or fearful, we often resort back to our childhood survival instincts. With the current self quarantine mandates, many of us have been forced into a situation that will uncover unhealed pieces of our story. The pressure pushes on our coping mechanisms to the point where they begin to fail. And when these adult coping mechanisms fail to soothe us, we often revert back to our basic survival patterns. We protect ourselves by returning to the patterns that protected us in the past, especially as kids. And when triggered, we immediately leave our adult selves and start living from a wounded child point of view. And Mike continues on to say, for example, a healthy adult would express his or her emotions when stressed or afraid, but a wounded child will often shut down, believing that their emotions aren't important. A healthy adult would feel empowered to influence their future, even in a crisis. A wounded child would feel trapped and powerless. When things become chaotic for a healthy adult, they will look to find productive ways to bring more order without trying to control. But a wounded child will act out and be overly dramatic, hoping that someone will notice their pain. And Mike says, my guess is that a lot of us are seeing the wounded child inside of us these days. The unhealed trauma is bubbling over and the coping mechanisms that worked so well in the past are no longer working now. Mike's advice. First, he says, let me encourage you to have compassion for the wounded child inside of you. Secondly, notice how you react to stress, fear, and massive changes. Is it your healthy adult responding or is it your past trauma? Calling the shots. More advice from Mike. Think about how you are showing up in your marriage. Consider how you are acting with your kids. Analyze your current self talk and what your internal narratives sound like. If you find yourself reacting in ways that are not in line with your values, if your triggered responses are surprising you, and if you sense that your choices feel more childlike than adult like, it's probably the unhealed parts of your story taking control. And the original post for that whole long quote is linked in the show notes. And before we wrap this up, I want to challenge you to spend some time making those two lists, things that I cannot control and things that I can control. Maybe it's even a journal exercise that you do occasionally when you're feeling stressed or afraid or overwhelmed. And you just make a list things I cannot control and then things that I can and focus on shifting that to the right on the places that you do have power. And then spend some time also considering what Mike Foster had to say about the unhealed parts of your story, taking control about acting in ways that don't line up with your own values. And remember that you have tremendous power in the things that you can control. If your coping mechanisms aren't working so well anymore, reach out and ask for help. Find a counselor or a pastor or a mentor and talk through these things. Use the power that you do have to pray or to ask for help or to find someone safe to talk to, to find healing, because we need you whole and healthy and at your best. And that can absolutely be in your control. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you do us a favor and help spread the word? Leave us a review on iTunes or Podbean or your favorite podcast app. It helps us get the word out and helps even more people take their own simple steps to thrive. I'd be ever so grateful for your help. And remember, transformation only comes when we apply what we hear and learn. So don't forget to put today's podcast part to good use. It's already in your inbox if you're on our list. Want to get on the list? Find the link in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by Isaiah 45, verses five through seven in the ESV. I am the Lord and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I equip you, though you do not know me, that people may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. Make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. Thanks be to God. See you next week.